everyone, and welcome back to Huskies on Tap, a podcast for the Huskies by the Huskies, presented to you by Manscaped and brought to you by the ONTAP Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDON300. Today, I'm riding solo. I got a special guest, one of the hottest names here on campus. This guy last season finished his freshman season with 36 tackles, one interception and one pass deflection, an all-MAC third team selection. This ball-hawking safety who, who packs a punch when he gets to the ball carrier from Brunswick High School in Georgia. Huskies on tap listeners, we are pleased to present to you Devin Lafayette. Devin, how are you today, man? I'm good. I'm good. First and foremost, thank you for joining me today on today's show. Uh, you guys had practice this afternoon. Why don't you tell our listeners how practice went this afternoon? Well, practice went good. Overall, on both sides of the ball, defense, we kind of stepped up. And, you know, later on, we kind of started off a little sluggish, but picked it up later on in the periods and kind of dominated offense today. So with your first college year or with your first college football year in the books, all things considered the pandemic with it being your freshman year and a shortened season, how do you feel you adjusted so easily and what are you looking to build upon going towards next season? I would say I kind of adjusted just being – with my mindset that I had going in this whole year. So, like, even though we had COVID, I was, like, in my head, I was thinking, okay, I got to earn my spot. With COVID, it just made it, like, to the point where I had to work harder because the season would start so late and I could easily lose it, being that the season started late. So I just had to keep working over and over. Yeah, and I remember seeing your name, uh, you know, prior to last season, and I thought, you know, we're getting players from Georgia, we're getting players from that southern region. Hammock's really showing his reach uh, as far as recruiting goes. How did you end up committing to NIU, and, you know, what would you say made you commit to NIU as the place that you wanted to play collegiate football at? Well, going in, I picked up a, a good amount of D1 FBS offers, so I kind of limited down to three schools. And NIU was sticking with me the whole time since May, even though I told them I had other schools interested in me. So then I came up for the visit, and the coaches were showing love, and some of my recruits, other recruits like Dave, David Rayner, Pierce Opon, Jay Howe, Ivan Davis was on there, and they were just showing us all types of love. So I kind of just committed that day. Now, I see we had our hands in Georgia recruiting this year. Have you been helping Coach Hammock out with, with getting more players from Georgia to come to NIU? Uh, I've been I've been talking to some of the Georgia players that he he kind of recruited like Ontario, um, Elijah, and Ty Miles. I'm kind of cool with all three of them. Then got in touch with them already. Kind of informing them how it is up here. That's awesome to hear because you know a small school in the Midwest, our our traditional recruiting bases, you know, Illinois, Nebraska, Iowa, these these Midwest states, and to see that they're able to find talents like yourself, all Mac freshman year in Georgia to come up here and play ball at NIU is amazing. So take us through the moment you found out that you were going to get your first start because you were a starter all year, you played phenomenal, and you finished all team third Mac. What was that moment like uh, when the coaches came in and told you you'd be the starter? Uh, I remember it was the day we was in the meet and him was like, as your position coaches where you stand on a depth chart. And I've been working my tail off, so I was like, okay, let me go see how this goes. So I went to Derek, and I was like, where do I stand on the depth chart right now? He was like, I'm currently the starting safety. So at that moment, I just knew I had to, like, keep working and keep doing what I was doing to maintain that. So there's a lot of great safeties here in the NFL's history. My favorite, personally, is Sean Taylor. Do you have a favorite, and do you have someone that you model your game after? I really don't have a favorite, but, like, someone who I kind of – Grew up watching with my cousin with Sean Taylor. 
I'm so. glad I'm glad we we share that. But uh, did you have a favorite NFL team growing up, or were you just kind of following players like your guy Sean Taylor? I was just following players. I I don't have like a favorite team with like no sports to be honest. That's good. That's good. That's honestly one of the trends that we've noticed is like as a player, you tend to to level more with the players, follow the players where they go as opposed to the organization. So I got to ask you as a DB, you know, most of your assignments are one on ones or you're going up against some of some of the fastest receivers in the Mac. Who were three players that really tested your ability during the six game schedule last season? Uh, I would say from Central Michigan. Pimpleton. Okay. Um, I want to say Eastern Michigan slots. I think and I know who you're talking about. Uh, Bedoin, number 16. I think he was a walk-on, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I really only have two. I don't really think I got too much. Like, Hey, if you only had two, that's fine. That's, that's yeah. one of those ones where it's like they didn't test me yet. We'll have to find out next year. Yeah. So talk about the benefits of being able to retain your freshman status, not only for you, but many of your teammates who retain their 2020 class status due to the pandemic. Well, being that I kind of, I want to go to the league, it allows me to build up my stats more. So when that time comes around, I can have my stats higher, being that last year didn't count, but the stats did, so I'm still a freshman. So that's like the main thing that I'm like trying to focus on. So I'm trying to have an outbreak this year and then just carry it on. So I'm glad that you said the NFL right there, because the next question that I had on the outline, as I said, is one that we ask everyone that comes on the show. But you get one meal in DeKalb before you leave for good. And in parentheses, I put the NFL. <laughs> Where is that meal and what is that meal? Hey, can you elaborate on that a little bit more? Kind of. Yeah. Process. So like so like. Like I said, you know, last minutes here in DeKalb, you're getting ready to go to whatever NFL team, you know, drafts you or picks you up through the UDFA. It's your last meal to get in here in DeKalb. Oh, where okay. you, yeah, where are you going and what are you getting? I would probably go uh, – I'd probably go to Fatty's with with Dave and Miles. Yeah. I would okay. go to Fatty's with Dave and Miles. Okay, okay. Perfect. All right, so I have – this is like a quick hit segment. These will just be like – Quick answers, one word answers, one name answers, and then we're going to go to a quick ad read. All right. So, oh. funniest player on the team? Zamey Marks. Zamey Marks. Zamey Marks, defensive back. Yeah. Okay. Best dancer on the team. I know that video yesterday went viral. I saw it on TV. I saw it on overtime. I saw it all over every social media. Who is the actual best dancer on the team? Eddie Jackson. Okay. Coach Hammock might give him a run for his money if we included him, man. Now, the way he hit the splits, I was like, that hurt me. So was he was he moving around good at practice today? Yeah, he looked like he he looked like he was moving a little good. He he's very, very tight on his toes. He's ready to go. I got a Coach Hammock question at the very end. Fastest player on the team. Harrison Wade. Okay. 100%. I can agree with that. Love the way he runs. He really packs a punch when he gets to the point of attack, really makes people pay. Best safety of all time. In all time, I will say, in my opinion, Sean Taylor. Okay, I can agree with that. Now, here's the fun one. Coach Hammock in his prime, you in your prime, fourth and one on the one-yard line, and you guys meet at the goal line. Who wins? You know, it's actually crazy about that. Hammock all the time be saying he will run me over. So, I, I be telling him I'm going to hit him, so it, it ain't going to happen. I will win. I will win. 
Perfect. All right. I love that answer. And real quick, before we hop back into the interview, let me take a second to tell you guys about our friends over at Manscaped. Hey, you. Yeah, you. God bless. You definitely do. And if you haven't tried the best products from our sponsor today, Manscaped, after using these life-changing products, you're going to want to join a Ballsack Beauty Contest. I'm looking out for you too because I also have an exclusive 20% off discount code that you can use at manscaped.com when you're checking out. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game with the Perfect Package 3.0 kit. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0, which is waterproof, cordless, and it's a hair and body trimmer we also have a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. Back to the lawnmower. This is the best trimmer on the market to help you trim up your hedges. This trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe technology. Pioneered by Manscaped. Remember, when you're checking out on manscaped.com, use promo code ONTAP. You'll receive 20% off plus free shipping on your order. Make sure you take care of your grooming needs before this hot summer here. It's getting nice out, looking outside to a nice spring day. And two, also got to remind you about our friends over at Bet Rivers. We did tell you guys last week that they changed the qualifications. You have to go into the Displains Casino to actually register, but our promo code still works. If you use promo code ONTAP on site at Bet Rivers Casino and Sportsbook, you'll receive a $250 deposit match. Get out there, get some bets in, but remember that you cannot bet on Illinois Collegiate basketball or football team. So back to our interview here with Devin, what are a few goals that you have going into this next season? Your, I guess you would say your second run at your freshman season, but a full 12 games, you got some big ones on, on the schedule. You got, you know, you get to travel to the big house, play Michigan, some nice out of conference games. What are some goals that you have for yourself? Well, one, I want to pick up my leadership quality and be able to like ask, like express my voice. I'm not loud enough with my leadership right now, even though I have the respect of my teammates. Two, I want to – I know I got all Matt, but I wasn't satisfied with all Matt third team. I want to get all Matt first team as well as All-American, the All-American team. You got to catch up to Trayvon on that All-American. But, yeah, that's one thing that Ethan and I talked about, which led us to just being like, we should really interview Devin because the way you've come along in this spring practice, if you match that with the way you played last season, you're we're seeing that progression. And one thing that Ethan and I talked about last year, you know, an 0-6 year, it's, it's tough to find um, the positives. But one thing that we noticed was just the way that the team continued to get better week in and week out. You weren't making the same mistakes. The defense came to play every week. The offense was get, moving the ball down the field. It's just there was small little things that we couldn't do to close out games. But I think with with that six-game schedule in the rear view and, and this 12-game schedule, a full year of you guys playing together, I think you know the sky really is the limit. And with the MAC, it's, it's not like these other conferences where one or two teams – like, a, like the ACC with Clemson, like where they just run that conference year in and year out. The MAC, there's a lot of parity. So I know we'll be the ones who lead the charge as the media people, but we got you guys doing big things this year. Do you got or do you have uh, any big hobbies like gaming or music that you take up uh, with when you're when you're not uh, playing football? Uh, I'm really a gamer at heart, so I'm pretty good at every video game. So like, if I have free time, I'll for sure play the game. Okay, what are your favorite games to play? Because I know sometimes we've seen, you know, Coach Hammock will have the guys over to play Madden. Uh, uh, Madden for sure, 2K, Warzone. Warzone? 
And UFC. I'm pretty good at UFC. I want to try the new UFC game out. Are you a uh, a PlayStation or a uh, Xbox guy? I was an Xbox like a month ago, and then I switched to PlayStation. Made a quick switch. I got the PS4. I like it. I uh, I like Madden. I'm pretty good at it. I haven't played any of the online games yet because I just got it, and I'm like, I already know the people online mm-hmm. come to play. But, uh, yeah, that's fun. 2K is an awesome game. Is there anyone on the team that can compete with you, or are you the the man on the sticks with, with NIU football? Well, UFC, I, done, I was on, like, a 16-game win streak playing <laughs> March, uh, DT, Miles, Dave, Ronnie, all of them. Uh, 2K, I have yet to get beat in that. But Madden, uh, I would say Jay Sean and Eric can compete with me okay. and Trey. Trey Who do you? Who do you who do you like to run with normally in Madden and 2K? Because I know this is a this is one of those questions where like people have their team unless I like to make people I force randoms on people. You can pick one of your randoms, but I like to make people play with a random team. If you had to pick one team in both games, who are you going with? Madden, I run with Green Bay all the time. And 2K Pain. I run with Celtics. I hate to hear that, but but Rogers Rogers and Madden's a cheat code, and, and in yeah. real life, and then Dev- I mean Devontae Adams is just like every week he's got like twelve catches, fifteen catches, hundred and fifty yards. It's it's unreal. And then the Celtics, they're they're a weird team right now in the actual NBA. But I think once they once they get on track and once they get into the playoffs, they should be good to go. Um, do you follow any other sports closely, like basketball, baseball, or anything like that? Not really. I'm kind of not – I mean, when I was when I was in high school, I haven't really, like – I'm not the guy that I, like, sit there and watch NFL, but I could watch a college football game. I like college more than the NFL, so I can agree with that. One day yeah, you're yeah. Hope, we're hoping, though, that we can watch you in the NFL game, though, because seeing you here in college, hopefully the progression continues along and, and you make your way up to the NFL. But you talked about some of your friends on the team, some of the people that you've been playing with, you know, you're playing the game with – who, if you had to pick three, who are your three best friends uh, on the current NIU football team? David Rayner. Okay, my little group is is David Rayner, me, Miles. We like the three amigos. Like, three amigos. I like, like that. Like everybody, yeah, everybody on the team, my brothers, but like that's like family to me. So I feel you on that. And, I, I will say that. I was out there last weekend and I saw that uh, Dave Vern was it Dave Vern that wasn't dressed? Is he doing all right? Yeah, he's just doing rehab on his shoulder. He should be good. Okay, I think sometime in June. Okay, perfect. I just I noticed it when I was watching the drills and I was like, that's not good. But I know that last year with uh, Lance DeVoe going down, that was one of the question marks. Is like when we got to the game, they're like, Dave Rainer is going to be starting, and I was like. Let's see what he has. And and he played really well the last few games of last season. So it was good to see the growth that he has within that defense. And you guys are going to be getting back Kyle Pugh and Lance DeVoe. So what's that like uh, getting some of the upperclassmen back in, in some of those leadership roles? Being last year, they kind of showed me how to play like college football. So like I would say like having them around like really helps. And plus having them around and bringing in more freshmen is really going to like help the younger class know how to play. What are you currently majoring in? Uh, corporate and communications. Love that. I actually got my undergrad in communications. I'm doing the uh, grad school route for sports management, but communications is a very diverse degree and you can use it in, in, a, in a variety of different ways. 
So let's do a little bit of fast forwarding. So the last time you take off, you know, your helmet, your shoulder pads, and you want to go into a career, do you have any other career ideas outside of being a professional football player? Well, yes. Being that my major is in corporate and communications, I really could get any job. And mainly I was trying to be maybe a sports analyst. And my minor is sports management. So if I want to coach, I'll probably end up coaching. Well, me and Ethan graduate. We can pass the podcast along to you if you'd like to. If you'd like to get some practice in, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's honestly awesome to hear. And and that's one thing that I'm always interested to see. You know what you guys want to do when you're done playing football, because at the end of the day, you know you're a student before you're an athlete, and you come here to get a degree. So it's good to see that you already have that kind of planned out for when you're done playing football. And I could totally see you on like uh, Fox NFL Sunday or like in the booth <laughs> doing like Monday Night Football. So that would be amazing to see and there are some some grads of NIU that are in prominent roles at ESPN and and other companies so that would be awesome to see one question that I got to ask you though coming from the south had you ever seen snow before getting to DeKalb on my official visit 2019 or whatever year it was so what was that oh go ahead I came up here and it was like light snow light it wasn't like how I actually seen it. So I really don't consider that me seeing snow for the first time. So I really consider me seeing snow for the first time is when it snowed when I was on campus. Just wait until uh, we get back to actually going to class and you're walking from, you know, building yeah, to building. And, and that wind is just howling at like 70 miles an hour. It's, it's not great, but that's one of the advantages that we've had uh, being on Zoom. But I do know this. Coach Hammock don't give a damn about the elements. Y'all go outside regardless, so, <laughs> unless unless At it's all. super unsafe. So, but that's good for for preparing for a full season in DeKalb because the year before you got here last year, when we had our full season, um, it was a twelve game season, regular season before COVID. Every single home game that we had, it was either rain, sleet, or like some sort of precipitation. So. It's good to practice, you know, with that, because in the Midwest, you really never know what you're going to get. And the weatherman's always wrong so far. All right. So I'll, I'll change this question since you didn't really get to play like a full schedule last year. But what are three stadiums that you look forward to playing in? If you look at some of the non-conference and even some of the conference schedules. For show Georgia Tech, uh, the big house. And uh, I really like. I want to go see a uh, Buffalo Stadium. Okay. Are you going to have a lot of family out at the Georgia Tech game? Is where you live in Georgia close to where they play? I think they play in Atlanta, right? Yeah, it's about a four or five hour drive being from my city. But yeah, I got a bunch of family going to that. That's going to be exciting for you. You're going to have to have a big game, man. I'm going to need a pick six from you that game, and I'm not even family. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we see all these battles between DBs and wide receivers in open practice, social media, and, and shout out to the NIU video crew. They've been doing a phenomenal job in getting the content out. But who wins that battle behind closed doors when fans aren't there and the camera's not on? Uh, we have our days. Offense wins some. Some days defense would be, we'd be tight enough. I feel you. I feel you on that. So with that being said, you know, you have a strong defensive back crew. You have a strong wide receiver crew. One of the, you know, analogies that I use when talking about all the different weapons on this team is too much ammo. So when you look at one player on the offensive side of the ball and one player on the defensive side of the ball off what you've seen in spring practice, who do you think would be poised for a breakout season this year? 
of Fabian McCray for offense and defense, I really think Miles McGee can have a breakout season. Perfect. I love to hear that at the corner position, two young guys. And and I saw a lot of Fabian McCray last Saturday when I was out there and and the receivers and DBs were making plays. Josh Earl had a nice interception. You yourself, that one that you like telegraphed so perfectly on the sideline. I'm trying to I think it was like an out route, bro. I was yeah. like, I was jumping up and down in my seat. I was like, <laughs> that is what you love to see. You play the ball so strong when it's in the air. And, and one thing too is, a lot of times with DBs, the tackling's not all the way there. With you, I've seen some big hits this freshman year. Obviously, with practice, you guys are doing thud, but you're always in the right you're always in the right spot at the right time. Before you got to NIU and played safety, did you play any other positions like in high school or growing up when you played peewee football? Uh, peewee football, I played almost every position. Um, Swiss Army knife. Yeah, high school I played corner my first two years then my junior and senior year I was I was at safety and they would throw me basically I would be the person they would throw like inside the box if we're playing a running team or if we're playing the pass team they'll put me in coverage on the best receiver yeah so a little strong safety action and that and I mean that's that too just goes to show like you can really hit and you can play with the best of them because they're putting you in kind of like that rover linebacker role one thing I want to ask you too because you know, going from high school to, uh, you know, playing at the collegiate level, what's it like doing the strength and conditioning program? Because I've seen you going crazy in the weight room, and I know uh, they make sure that you guys are on the straight and narrow as far as it comes to nutrition. Yeah. Um, being in high school, it would be – at my high school, we would do a lot of leg workouts. So, like, that's why I kind of squat and power clean a lot. But being in college, they kind of work – and workouts, like, every muscle. So, like, we'll have – like, Friday we did legs, but we also included bench. So, like, you'll get both your upper body and your lower body worked out. Got to remember that number, 225. Be ready to rock those out on your pro day. Send all yeah. those reps to the moon. But uh, what can you – so, if you said you're strong – so, your stronger lifts are your legs. What can you squat? Like, what's your highest that you've ever squatted? Well, when we did our mats, I got 467 four times. Whew. So, Whew. That was after like a couple max reps. So I was, I tried to get over 500, but I wouldn't ever do it. My list was already dead. I was going to say, yeah, you, you might've needed a wheelchair on the way out. <laughs> so we've talked about a lot today. There are a lot of bright spots here looking forward to this next season. What are you looking forward to most about having a full season? And just, I guess you would say another opportunity to go out there and prove that this team truly will be a great team in, in competing for MAC championships. What I'm looking for is really just out there, having fun, winning games and playing ball with my teammates. That's honestly what I'm just looking forward to. And that's one thing that we've really seen in this camp. You know, I, I talked a little bit ago about that video yesterday with the dancing. Saw all sorts of different types of dances. I myself cannot dance, so I, <laughs> I, know, I can say for sure, like, those are far superior to my dancing skills. But, like, just the stuff that they've been incorporating to, to do fun, interactive things with the team. Like, last Saturday, they were doing the punts to the big guys. Like, mm -hmm. just all these fun, interactive ways to keep you guys engaged and keep you guys on point, ready to go for next season and positive. It's been really fun to see. And I know it's only been a year here, but the growth that we've seen from that secondary, from guys like yourself, 
uh, from guys like Zemaine March and guys like Miles McGee. Like it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun to see even guys like Dylan Thomas, like you guys are a very athletic group and with the linebackers matched with that young, hungry defensive line, guys like Rasheen Thomas and Demon Taylor, I really think that defense is going to be good next year. Um, looking back since, you know, you've only been here for one year. Do you have three, you know, three memories that you look back on and you say those are like my three top memories from my freshman season? Um, for one, for sure, my uh, interception and my sack. Those are two that I won't forget. My first interception, my first sack. And I probably would say just like the locker room before the game. Like, I I didn't experience that. I mean, in high school will be like, we'll play music, but like, in college, before the games, it's just a, like a different feeling in the locker room. Without getting in trouble, because I know that there is nothing more sacred than the locker room. What's it like? Are you guys like bumping music, like getting each other hyped up? I'd really be interested to see how that locker room looks before battle. Yeah, we for sure play music real loud, <laughs> play music as loud as we can. Who, who's, and, on, who's on the aux? Well, last year it was Matt Stower, but we got – you know, I got tired of the Detroit music, so I was like, <laughs> I got I Max. Like, I got Max in one of my group projects. I know he's Detroit everything. He's a big Detroit guy. So I'm like, yeah, we got to cut that Detroit music out. So I, <laughs> some of the uh, like maybe Reese or Abe or Billy would get on top of the arts and play some music. That's funny. You're like, no more Big Sean. I'm tired of it. Get him off. I can't. I can't. So uh, if you had like one, all right, so say you got your headphones on and, and you're the you're the aux cord guy, what are you putting on before a big game? Like what gets you hyped up? Well, I, I wouldn't play it on the aux, but like to me, like, I don't listen to like hype music before a game. I listen to like R&B. Just, oh, let's go. Get nice yeah. and cool and, and calm before the game. I've been doing that since high school. All right. Well, perfect. I think that's, that's a nice little change. And, and at, a, at the position that you play where you're, you're smacking receivers over the middle, you're taking out running backs, you're a real aggressive player by nature. That's kind of awesome to hear. I really, I really like that calm beast, calm beast before you get out, mm -hmm. out on the field. As someone who plays in the defensive secondary and someone who can make such great plays on the ball, what would it feel like if you were able to get in the end zone on like a pick six? Cause I know you're not a returner, but have you gotten, you know, pick six in high school? Uh, I have not yet to get a pick six. So if I got a pick six, I honestly wouldn't know what to do. I'm probably going to celebrate, but I wouldn't know in my head at the time what to celebrate. We got to get like, that. We got to get that dance ready to go. Cause you know, the cameras yeah. are going to be on you, bro. You got to be prepared. Like when I got my sack and my interception this year, I didn't know like, what celebration I want to do. So I was You're like, what do I do with my hands, bro? What do I do? <laughs> I was kind of stuck for a second. It's going to come more natural because as you continue to make more plays, it becomes more routine. And it's going to be something that, you know, we're going to be seeing here not too far out. I mean, the first game is in August. Or I think it's the first week of September. And we're recording this here in the middle of April. I think spring practice is complete now, right? This was the yeah. last day of it. Okay. Well, our last day. Spring practice is a wrap. You get ready for, you know, a regular training camp a little bit before the season. You get to enjoy your summer, finish up with finals. Do you have anything that you're looking forward to most over the summer before you get back uh, to the grind of football season? Uh, not really. I know when I go home, I'm probably going to get tired of it. just want to be back with my teammates. So 
Yeah, because I know I was going to say you weren't able to see your family like all year last year. Were you able to go home at the end of the season before you came back yeah. out? Perfect. I was able to go home. Perfect. Well, yeah, I mean, get back down to Georgia, see everybody, tell them, you know, get your tickets, get ready. We're coming down to Georgia Tech. You got to come see us put on a show and we'll be ready to go. Real quick, before we head on out for today's episode, can you go ahead and plug your social media so our followers can follow you as well? Uh, on Instagram, it is D-E-V-I-N underscore L-A-F-A-Y-E-T-T-E, period. And on Twitter, on Twitter is D-E-V-I-N underscore L-A-F-A-Y-E-T-T-E. And I probably should have asked this like a half hour ago when I, when I, intro- when I introduced you. Did I say your name right? Lafayette. Yeah, you said it right. Okay, perfect. I get nervous. I get nervous sometimes because I'm like across the three podcasts that I do, whether it's the Bears, Notre Dame, or NIU, I always end up messing up names. There's so many names to remember, but I'm glad I got it right. But yeah, I really do appreciate you for taking the time, especially after a practice, uh, to come on the Huskies on Tap podcast, join the show. Tell us a little bit about your journey, how you got to NIU and you know what you've been up to since you got here. With that being said, do you have any final wrap-up thoughts for our listeners and our fans? Uh, one thing I got is go Huskies. So with that being said, today we were joined by All-Mac Third Conference safety Devin Lafayette. After his freshman year, he's going to be able to retain his freshman status due to the pandemic. And a guy that really, you know, really did well this spring in spring practices to capitalize off what he was able to do last season. Devin, it was a pleasure to have you on the show. And we really do want to thank you on behalf of Huskies on Tap and the On Tap Sportsnet for joining us here on today's show. But we got nothing else for you guys. And go Huskies. Go Huskies. Yeah. I got drinks of living lavish in the kitchen whipping magic. I got drinks of living lavish in the kitchen whipping magic. Bad bitch, bad habits. We got London on the track. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. Twelve put me over, coming with it. The, they took my heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Jumping in hard.